ladies and gentlemen, fucking boys and girls, children of all ages, hopefully not children of all ages. <laughs> welcome back to the SRB podcast. It has been way too long. Probably everyone's thankful for that. Unfortunately, we are back. We have been off for some time. And as always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Alex Hicks. Hicksy boy, how are we doing? I am fantastic. You know what? Today was a great day for Alex. I can say that. I can say that. (laughs) No one encourage him. I want to encourage him. I got to fulfill my six-month-long waiting list of getting back on the course, baby. Four rounds in one day. Let's go. Bro, of what? You didn't even say golf. Golf, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got well, I, are you playing darts? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I went to hey, a bar and played some darts after six months. I was so excited. Yeah, I couldn't do it before. <laughs> uh Man, that's awesome. I can honestly say I'm not a big golf guy at all. It's fine. I just don't do it a lot. Like it's, I, I've been to the driving range and shoot a couple of balls. It's fine, but uh, that's good. Good. Uh, how are you shooting today, Hicks? How was the How was the um, first three rounds? A little rough. I shot six over, seven over. Uh, well, the third round I shot four over, so I shot a forty. And then final round, baby, it all came together. Shot one over, nice little Man. thirty-seven for the scorecard. This guy's going to the this guy's going to the PGA. Um I hope so. Yeah, you're not. Uh <laughs> we're back. We've been off for quite some time. And to be hundred percent honest, it would have been cool to be like, oh uh, yeah, you know, lost our, you know. Me and Carter you know. hate each other. We uh Yeah, it, it, or like some something big happened, to be hundred percent honest. We said it in the first episode. We're we're two university students and we have just been grinding we procrastinated a little bit too much all right i'm gonna a say that a little bit too much we had to catch up on some stuff all right it took us like three weeks or however long we've been gone however long we've been gone we're back now but we've just been busy uh work school it has just been a bad bad timing but yep. hey we're back now we're back hopefully you're the, welcome the, uh, we're <laughs> back we're sorry um <laughs> we're coming back at you with another app yeah i love it and I love it, man. It feels good. We're back in the saddle. Exactly. And we're going to come at you like social media. We're going to be, we're going to harass you. We're yes. going to harass. Every you better be ready. Uh, get the, get the charges ready to be filed. It's yes. going to be disgusting. Anyone tries to chirp us. Get, yeah. You're, well, that just opened the door, didn't it? Well, good. All right. Uh, More publicity. All right. If anyone wants to attack us, attack Alex uh, at Hixie Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. Uh no, but I I mean <clears throat> we're back. And uh you know um we are just we're flying. We're just going for it today. Yeah, we nope. were like talk for like half an hour before this. We we're just like yeah. and we didn't discuss one thing to talk about on the show. No, we're we're going off no script. This is just what we're going to think about is going to go we're off just, the top of our head we're going for it. And you know what? Fuck it. Cause that's what this podcast is. This podcast isn't some organized, well-constructed thoughts. This is some random bullshit and well, might as well live up to the namesake. Exactly. Um, one thing today, actually, uh, actually just as weird. I haven't even talked to you about this, but quickly before we go, I just like to say an RIP to one of my favorite rappers, DMX. I oh. loved him. One of my one of the reasons I love hip hop. One of the reasons that I love rap so much, and he was just fantastic. Hey, he's had some troubles in his life, but hey, man, you know what? 
He's at peace now. It's all you can ask for. And left us with so many classic songs, so many good memories, and just R.I.P., dude. I remember being in my brother's truck because my brother's 10 years older than me. I was six years old. He yep. would have been 16, driving me around my small town here. Good math. <laughs> and him just blowing DMX. Like, I probably yeah. shouldn't have been listening to it at six. But exactly. Hey. Like, I, you, you, man, you're a kid. You start to, I remember when, like, when I was a kid and I first heard rap music, I was like, what? This is different than everything I'm hearing. And then you hear a guy that you're like, son of a bitch, this guy's barking at me. Yeah. This guy like, is literally <laughs> acting like a dog, man. A dog. I was, like, I was like, a dog. I was like, you listen to a man, you can't help but just feel that energy and, and just it's coming out. It's like, man, we all got a little dog in us. And he showed us that. So exactly. RIP, man. Yeah. He was uh he was one of the greats and he legend. Wherever he is, man. I love him. Speaking of legends, tonight actually, as of recording. Shout out to Patrick Marlowe for tying most games played in NHL history. Shout out to Saskatchewan, man. Shout out to Saskatchewan for having the most longevity careers in the NHL. Boy, come on. Let's let's man, it's it's amazing. What is it? 1790, almost 1800 games, right? Or is yeah. it over eight? No, no, it's over 1800. Oh boy. Okay, we're all we're back on our bullshit. <laughs> yeah, here we're we go. Back. This is what we came here for. Okay, so I had it pulled up. Okay, seventeen sixty-seven. So almost eight hundred games. So this guy could theoretically play eighteen hundred fucking games in his career. There will never ever be anything like that ever again. Uh, Patrick Marlowe came into the league at a point where like eighteen-year-olds were like welcomed into the league, and he flourished with that. He he's he's had a great career. He's been playing forever. So and, and he's. If you look at his career, game played, you'll count season after season after season of 82, 82, 82, 82. 82. Guy doesn't miss games. And, you know, he's obviously, uh, he's not, you know, he's not what he once was in terms of of production and stuff like that. But still, I think you could make the case that he could be like just one of the, I imagine, one of the best locker room presences ever. Like, I mean, he, he's played this long for a reason like yeah he might not be putting up 30 goal seasons consistently anymore but hey he's still one hell of a vet to have he's on his last pair of skates so funny thing about patch marlow <laughs> yeah he likes only a certain kind of skates made by reebok i do believe i mean he reebok. will not wear any other pair of skates and i believe i believe he's on his last pair that he ever got from reebok and they don't make him anymore so no but like yeah you want to talk about you know okay so First three years of his career. Well, okay. 74, 81, 81, 81, 79, 82, 80, 82, 77, 78, 76, 82, 82, 82. Lockout season 48, then 82, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82. So if you longevity, if like, you just heard Carver run off those numbers on you, he never yeah. missed more than 10 games in a year. Wild. Well, and that's why he's he's third, fourth on the Iron Man streak right now. He's still he's on game consecutive game number 899, fourth longest streak in league history. He almost played 900 straight games. Can you imagine playing 900 straight NHL games? Could you imagine playing an NHL game? Yeah, no, the eight one nine- and then be like, <laughs> "Okay, now do it 898 more times." Exactly. Like this Can't this miss. guy obviously he's good enough at his age right now where he is still relevant and being oh, able yeah. to produce at the amount that he can give. Right. Well, especially it's like, you think about how many, 
18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old, all these young guys in the league, you know, you want to be like, man, I wonder how to have a successful career. The guy in your locker room, the guy that's across the, the dressing room from you, maybe talk to him. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like 40, hey, 41 now. How do you not get injured at least once a year? Like, he's like, well, listen, listen here, kids. Like, man, he's, and it's weird. You think about like, I could be like, man, think of the, think of like, not even tough. Like just, I'm like, who's, who's an, an ideal legend to you? Patrick Mello isn't a name that necessarily comes to mind. This dude is a legend. But he was always there. He was just he's always, always there. He's, just, he's there. just always been around. Yeah, he's just for our lifetime, he was there. Like Man, we've it's like Tom Brady. We've never lived in a world where Patrick Marlowe wasn't playing. Never lived in a world where Tom Brady wasn't playing. Obviously, two two different but I'm just in terms of longevity, like what? This guy is the perfect worker. <laughs> Think about it. He has never missed more than 10 working days of his career in, in a year. Like he yeah. he has been consistently there every single day putting his all into a into a game. Like you know, you think about like I mean Crosby obviously had the concussion issues. Um Lemieux uh, had some issues. Yeah. Injuries. Cancer. Uh <laughs> like he's had some things. You think of all these guys Eventually, it's like, oh yeah, but there was that time where this happened. No, no, <laughs> like, like Patrick Marlowe is just there. He's just there doing his work. He's a he's a lunch pail. Go to work. Put in your effort or put in all your effort. Put in your time. Go home. Do it again the next day. So when you think about it too, Gordy Howe was fifty two when he set the record of. <laughs> That's insane. You suiting up against a fifty two year old? Yeah, good for him. But like, being able to play with your one kid in the NHL might be an achievement. Like if you had him young, maybe you had a kid at 18 yep. or whatnot and you made it to the NHL being able to play on a line with two of your kids while you're 52 years old. And they're like through their career. Like they have been in the NHL for or WHA whenever they were for unreal, little, like unreal. And couldn't Gordy Howe shoot both ways too. Yeah. He was ambidextrous. Was he ambidextrous? I thought so. <laughs> Incredible. That's uh, like, but yeah, Patrick Marlowe, it's, and here we go again. I just, it's guys like Marlo, guys like Iginla. There's certain guys like, man, you know, they never got a ring, but they're just such class act, hardworking guys that it's like, no one hates them. Name one person that's like, I fucking hate Patrick Marlo. I can't. What like, are you going to hate him for? Like, he's <laughs> obviously never him. been suspended. Like, <laughs> that's the thing is, like, he's always just a good person. Like, I don't know. I'm sure he's a, great guy but it's just like man who wouldn't want to have Patrick Marlowe on your team if you could get him on like a vet min contract just to bring him in fuck it at 43 scratch him it doesn't like uh, you know he doesn't need to be on the ice but just talk guys an icon you can't scratch him though like you can't scratch that's true that's true (laughs) put him on your fourth line yeah like you would be able to scratch him you'd be like oh yeah by the way I know you're the leading most uh, games played in NHL but you're scratching but you scratched (laughs) um Man, just put him on a line with McDavid and like let's let's get okay. Marlowe 150 points. Wait, wait, <laughs> like, you put him on a line with McDavid? Yeah, sure, but who's gonna be on that line? <laughs> I was gonna say his, his career goes to die. <laughs> he he comes into work, he says, "I'm done playing." <laughs> you know, when he got traded to Toronto, I was yeah. kind of sad. And was he traded there? Or was it? A, did he sign there? Oh, maybe he he did sign there. It was three years, right? Yeah, think, yeah. 
So when he signed with Toronto, I was like, man, like that's not the team that has a great track record of making it to the Stanley Cup final. So yeah. <laughs> maybe. But then, like, then the team he went to after had a great track record. Yeah, but did they make it? No, they didn't. Okay. Well, when's the last one? <laughs> Piece of shit. We're shutting this fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck this bullshit. And I'm going to say this right now. Colorado? Hey. How's it oh, going, Patrick? Man. Hey, Patrick, want to come here and watch your career pass away? You know what, Alex? Fuck yourself. Uh, you just but, jelly, buddy. You just jelly. Bro, I'm not fucking jelly, dude. <laughs> I'm jealous. No. <laughs> um, yeah, what What a stud, man. Like, I remember when Patrick Marlowe got the C taken off for Joe Thornton. <laughs> Literally, I remember that. And I was like, I fucking hate you, Joe Thornton. You're such a piece of shit. That was Patrick Marlowe's C. It's almost like he took it away from like the like you like you said the lunch pail guy like he was just there like he had yeah. the C on and he was like hey guys let's work hard tonight and then Joe comes in and is like give me the Z they're like hey let's give it to the six foot five guy yeah it's like oh but Patrick Marlowe's like oh. Patrick Marlowe's on another Iron Man streak for yeah um, no fuck it fuck it fuck it Joe yeah. Thornton was so sick in Boston yeah oh, okay all right here's the thing about Joe Thornton okay. He had four points in his first year in the NHL. Okay. I believe Yakupov had 41. Okay, but then Joe Thornton had a successful career, <laughs> so I don't know what we're talking about. I'm just saying, like, maybe Yakupov was the next Thornton. You never know. And okay. Gave up on him too quick. Hicks, I know we have zero credibility, but any we did have is being <laughs> ruined right now. Can't be saying things like that. Just um, saying when Yakupov was in Colorado, he was pretty good. Bro, the fact that everything comes back to Colorado makes me want to put a letter opener in my head. Um, and he had seven points his first year. So let's just... Oh, sorry. Se- seven points in 55 games. Yeah, but then look what he did after, man. There were seasons where he had like 90 assists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had... <laughs> so sh- like he, he panned out for the Boston Bruins, I guess. <laughs> Bro, 2006, 2007... 22 goals. All right. Played all 82. 92 assists. <laughs> Bro, he had 92 apples. Are you kidding me? The guy fed. All right. The guy fed. Man, it's just like six. He's like six foot six. He just go down center ice. He's like, which wing wants it? Yeah. I can see over all the defenseman's heads. Who wants uh Who wants it? I'll just put the puck perfectly there. Oh, sweet. Marlo got another goal. Sounds good. Yeah. Right, boys. Man, I always hated. I actually, uh, nothing against him personally because like. Everyone like it's Jumbo Joe, you know, it's Joe Thornton, but I always hated him um, <laughs> because uh, number one, him and the Ginla were always neck and neck for points and Iggy's my guy. So I was always like, fuck you, Joe, like just fucking sit back. And then this, the whole captaincy thing for San Jose. And I was like, Joe, you really are a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> I was like, man, for that point, I was like, I don't like this guy. Fucking respect. Great hockey player. And it's kind of died down since because, I mean, the golden is it age of- out of the league. Uh, this is the Kittles out of the league. <laughs> the golden age of hockey that we grew up on is kind of like Marlowe's the only guy left. But I, I when I watch like when ESPN or TSN puts on those old games, not old games, I guess from yep. like the early two thousands or even the yep. middle of the two thousands. Yep, man, man, like I thought. Hockey's changed, man. Like hockey's changed, dude. Uh, you were watching it, and it, that's when they started like encrypting more of a 
uh, system style base of play, right? Yep. But there was still that that muck and just dump it in and go run that guy right through the glass. Don't even care if he has the puck or not. You dumped it oh, into yeah. that corner. Just go kill him. Yep. You don't see that anymore. It's kind of sad. You don't. I uh, if they ever show like yeah uh, classics from like you know a game from two thousand seven, two thousand six. I'm like I will stop and watch at oh. least some of it, if not the rest of it. It's just like, oh man, yeah, they don't do this. And now it's like it's all skill based, and it's it's it's, it's speed, fun. and it's skill, it's offensive production, and that's the way that sports are. The NFL, no one cares about the next great, you know, safety. No one cares about the next great corner. It's it's who's the best receiver with the best footwork, who's the best running back, who's the best quarterback. It's offense, and that's. I, I've always been a defensive guy. I've always loved defense because I think you have to. The defense, the whole thing is like you're reacting. The offense, yep. you know what you want to do. Yep. And yeah, you have to read the defense, but as long as you follow your game plan for the most part, like you'll do all right. The defense, like, okay, we need to react to what they're doing. We need to think, okay, we've seen this in practice and film, whatever, react to it. And I've always liked that. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, Carver. So yes. recently this week, we have witnessed probably one of the most exciting trade deadlines. In a long time. In a long time. Recent memory, anyway. There's been there was a couple moves in there, kind of questionable, on what teams received and what teams didn't receive. Okay, and I, I don't I don't know where we're headed with this. I just like to say, um, for the record, if I was running a team, I would give the whole farm for Anthony Mantha. I don't know where we're going for this, but just okay, keep going with what you were saying. But that's just I just want to say that. Well, let's go into that Anthony Mantha trade. Okay, jeez, oh, buddy was traded Anthony Mantha. Again, you did really hear about me. He's not a Sidney Crosby. He's not a McDavid. Apparently, to Washington, pretty important guy because they gave up a lot. A lot. They gave up a first-round pick. Yep. A second-round pick. Yep. And Jakob Vrana. Jakob Vrana is basically the same player as Anthony Manta, is he not? Like, he's basically has the same uh, point production. Impression. Like, okay, uh, <sighs> I just think it's weird. And I mean, if Washington's trying to be like, you know, win now mode, Ovi's getting older, Baxter's getting older. Oshi might be um, eligible for the expansion draft. Like, like they're Chara, like they're losing some pieces in the next five years. So they're like, we need to maximize our roster now. They already got one cup, but it's like selling a lot. (laughs) I rest of your future. Like, okay. To put it in perspective, the last three seasons, 47, 52, 25, those are point totals. And then you have 48, 38, 21. And that's Mantha. Mantha was the second one. Brano yeah. was the one yeah. who actually had more points. Exactly. So you give away arguably the same player, if not better, a little bit better. And you also give the two early draft picks. Granted, it's Washington, so they're not going to be early, early draft picks, but. I mean, like early round picks, and it's still a first rounder. You know what I will say? Good for fucking Detroit, though. Stevie Y, man, that guy has the brain—a hockey brain of a goddamn Albert Einstein. He might be like one of the best minds we've ever seen in hockey. The guy fleeces teams, fleeces absolutely just downright steals, steals teams from other from other teams. Like, man, if he's able to turn around Detroit. That would be wild. Do you know who needs him? Nothing can save them. <laughs> I can't believe that we 
have to talk about this again. Buffalo still has not entered a rebuild stage. (laughs) Buffalo is, well, and uh, Buffalo. So me and Hicks, we're, we're planning some new segment stuff for the show. We, we did one. It never got out. So it to come, we won't give it away or anything, but we spent a lot of time talking about Buffalo. Okay. And so we're very familiar with uh, Buffalo's recent moves. They're not getting any better. And I mean, their ma- move making isn't getting any better. And the team isn't getting any better. Eichel's out for the year. Eichel's out for the year. Oh, but dude, don't worry. They still have Taylor Hall. Oh, he's he's gone? They uh, they traded a second round. For, for traded like, him for a second round. Okay, and, and what else? And Andres Bork. Oh, but like what other picks? That's it. Well, fuck, huh? <laughs> the, the amount... Of stupidity on that team. Put this in perspective. Sam Bennett got traded for a second round and a guy who was drafted in the second round last year. So basically, Sam Bennett got traded for two second round draft picks. Yeah. Taylor Hall got dra- drafted for a second round draft pick and Andres Bjork. It, uh, is that, is that going to save the Buffalo Sabres? Bro, what if it does? No, like it's not <laughs> going to. And man, you know what the thing is? Okay, Sam Bennett and Taylor Hall, right? Which one was a league MVP? <laughs> And not a league MVP 15 years ago when he's fallen off. No, pretty recently, actually. Very recently. I get it. Sam Bennett did have more points this year than Taylor Hall. Shocker. But Taylor Hall's on fucking Buffalo. Did you see he's already matched his goal total with the Bruins than he did in Buffalo? Yep. But then again, the first overall draft pick, man, has come back to Boston. Had not come back. Had went to Boston. That guy has been on more teams who required the first overall draft pick than... Oh my God, man. I'm just saying this and this isn't even like out of disrespect. This is just truth because you know what? Honestly, Buffalo's disrespecting the fuck out of their fan base that have stuck around with them. Buffalo fucking sucks. Okay. And you know, you're, you're going to sit there. How do you honestly expect to sell a ticket? Like, how do you sell this and all your move making to your fans? You're sitting there and pissing in their eyes and being like, but still cheer for us, still root for us. We're, we're trying to get better. I promise. No, you're fucking not dude. They might be the worst sports franchise out of the big four. They, they can't do anything, man. They keep entering this saga of, of free agent signing these old guys who should go to teams who are trying to make a run. Just yeah. because you acquired Taylor hall does not mean you're going to be making a run that year. You could make the playoffs. That's awesome. Maybe sign the older guys if you're in a playoff spot come the trade deadline or try and acquire the old guys come the trade. Do not do not take away a roster spot for a guy who can develop. Like, you can't even look at their roster and be like, oh, you know what? They're getting it together, and in three to four years, they're going to be all-stars. No, you, you can't. And you can't even be like, oh, man, they're just missing one or two pieces. Nope. They're missing, like, one or two whole-ass lines. They're missing everything, and it blows my mind. I don't understand how the team hasn't been sold, how they haven't relocated. How how hasn't Buffalo run them out of town? Your fan base is just sitting there like the people. God bless the people that still buy Buffalo Sabres merchandise and wear it in public because that takes more guts than the Sabres front office has. So to put this into perspective, just down the road, New Jersey – 
obviously everyone knows that they traded Cal Palmieri and Travis Zajac. They acquired more in that trade than they than Buffalo did for Taylor Hall. They acquired a first round draft pick, and that was more than than everything in that Taylor Hall trade. That's so fucking ass, man. Like, is there some about Taylor Hall that we don't know? The guy's been on more teams than a lot of guys, and like, here's the thing: you can't be like. Well, man, he fucking didn't put up points in Buffalo. Yeah, guess what? You put Connor McDavid, the best player playing hockey on the face of the earth in Buffalo, he might crack 50 points. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. Yep. When Tra- Taylor Hall was being pursued by other teams in free agency last year, yep. he ultimately signed a one-year $8 million deal with, it, with Buffalo. How come? The famous quotation, I want to play meaningful hockey Taylor meaningful <laughs> hockey what the fuck do you mean that's unreal that's like signing with the Astros because you want to play genuine baseball that's yeah that's like signing with the Astros and saying I hate cheating that's like signing with like the Las Vegas Raiders and being like I love cold weather cities <laughs> it's like well then you you went to the completely wrong franchise meaningful hockey meaningful hockey and then imagine telling him be like if he's like you know i want to play meaningful hockey and if one of the reporters is like taylor i just came back from the fucking future (laughs) you're going to be shipped away for a second and fucking honors bjork that's incredible wow meaningful hockey though that's a guy who's gonna be ostracized i i swear there's something that follows him around i don't know locker room is he a bad guy in the locker room that's what i'm thinking man he must be like but everyone Dude, says, honestly, honestly, man, can you fucking fault him? Look at his career. He went from Edmonton, where he was one of three superstars. Then he go to Phoenix after that. New Jersey. New Jersey. And he went to the Coyotes. And then he went to Buffalo. Maybe now in fucking Boston, we can see how good Taylor Hall really is. But what's he going to do? Oh, my God. What what's gonna happen to the free agency now? Like where he's gonna, he's gonna play meaningful hockey? Yeah, where he's gonna sign next? Uh, L.A. <laughs> oh god, I want to be able to make the playoffs. Well, Detroit just got a fucking superstar team off of one trade. Detroit maybe just got a Stanley Cup roster from one trade. <laughs> they didn't, but they're getting there. Steve Eisman's one of the best minds in front offices of hockey I can think of. Remember when Taylor Hall got into his first career fight and snapped his ankle? Remember when he got his, remember when he remember when he was about that. in warm-ups and he got his head stepped on by his own teammate? <laughs> yeah. Man, I'd be pissed off in the locker room too if I was Taylor Hall. Fuck this guy's career sucks. And he's a good hockey player. He's a great hockey player. Think about this. Taylor Hall's probably, is it fair to say, one of the hundred best hockey players in the world? Yeah. But you but you would look at his career stats and say no. But he was a league MVP, what, two years ago? Three yeah, years ago? Stole it from McKinnon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, he is not a bad hockey player by any means. There's like a little like a little linger that follows him around. Like wherever you go, there's not going to be any success. It's like, is he doing something? Like, is he sabotaging his team? Is he a Peter Shirelli of players? Like with the Buffalo Sabres, he had 19 mm-hmm. points in 37 games. That's more than I could have. That's more than anyone could have got. 27 points in 35 games, 25 points in 30 games, 37 points, 33 games, 93 in 76 games. Like he's been over, if not a point per game player. I don't get it, man. I hope it comes out that like, actually, I don't hope it comes out, but could you imagine if it comes out that like 
every team he goes to, he just like beats the shit out of the little fucking trainers. <laughs> just walks in there, throws his helmet at the equipment yeah. manager. Like he's just clean he hits. <laughs> Even though he's the new guy to the team, he hazes them. Yeah. It's like a 50-year-old equipment manager who's been there for 30 years just helping out the squad. He just walks in and chest past his helmet right to the fucking <laughs> oh the, hey, the chin skate, straps. skates coming at you. Yeah. The chin strap is too fucking tight, idiot. Taylor, we saw you tightening it on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Still your fault, you piece of shit. So there's news that came out about the the uh, Yaka Verana trade. The Washington GM said that uh, he could tell by the body language of Verana that he was uh, his body language is not right with the team, and he thought that if he moved him to a different team, it would be a great acquisition for him and the league. And he's like, I feel like we got a great piece for him, and I'm like, he's missing about. One quarter of that trade that he also gave up, <laughs> that first round draft pick didn't have body language problems in the, in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, that would have been different if they traded Yakov Vrana for Mantha and a fourth. But the fact that they added something to the Verana side to get, uh, yeah. Um, and also, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine getting traded and then your GM comes out and says, "Yeah, we did it for the player." <laughs> yeah, <But> you didn't. <laughs> like, come on! You traded them from a Stanley Cup contender for the last what seven, nine years? Yeah, even longer. Yeah, two bottom five franchise right now for Anthony Mantha. Yeah, but no, you did it for him. You did it for Verana's sake. You were doing him a solid. You also did it for Panic's sake. You also did it for the first round's sake. You also did it for the second round's sake. I hope. I hope those first and second turns out to be. Hall of Famers. So I was going through HockeyDB and I was looking at just like trades or whatnot because you can click on show trades. Yep. Matthew Barzell's first round draft pick that he was picked with by the Islanders was traded two times. Really? Yeah. His draft pick rights were traded two times before they landed in the Islanders. Well, that one hit. That that one hit. Man, the Islanders are a wagon. Yeah, they're like that. That whole standing, like that whole East, is crazy. Well, the thing is, like, I, what podcast I was listening to, I was listening to some podcast or something, or was reading something, I can't fucking remember. And it's like, you think about it, man, that's the division you want to win. Like, you don't want one of those middle-seeded matchups. You want to win that division. And we said this from the start, that that's going to be the most craziest division to watch this year, because yeah. there is no, well, actually, okay, Buffalo, New Jersey, and Philly, yeah, they're shit this year. But there's five teams who are so close in points. Where you don't even know who's going to make playoffs at this point. You know the Capitals no. and Penguins probably going to make playoffs. Islanders probably going to make playoffs. Boston, New York? Don't know. No idea. No idea. It's crazy, man. It's been fun to watch this year. Yeah. I think this year, uh, we said it at the beginning again, more fights this year. I think the fights have yeah. been incredible. Man, I think that's true. I think, um, man, did, when was, when did, you said the Daniel Chara fight not too long ago. Um I I probably wouldn't step step to him or anything like that or cross him, but um, watching him fight is almost uncomfortable. It's like he's six foot nine and can't quite move as good as I, I don't know. It's just like oh, you weren't meant to fight, but but then again, he is meant to fight. Oh yeah, P- put him like, in like, but like put him in the octagon. That dude is just like probably a, a wrecking ball. But like you watch him on the ice, man. It's like. Something's off about it. 
I think it's the fact that he's six foot nine and you don't see six foot nine guys in hockey, but I don't know. Yeah, no fights have been crazy. It's been an exciting year. It's been tough though at the same time, because like think of a team like Toronto absolute unit right now, like one of the best teams in hockey, but like, do you take that? Do you take it into account that like, (laughs) you know, they've been beating the shit out of Ottawa 10 times. Actually, no, they keep losing to Ottawa. That's true. It seems like Ottawa's the only team they can beat is fucking Toronto. Yeah. Ottawa's like, what the hell is with that, man? Hockey, like <sighs> football for the most part, you kind of know who's going to win. Like you go into a game, obviously playoffs aside, because everyone had Kansas City, but you know, you go into every week and stuff and you look at the matchups, you can say, okay, I think I know who should win this game. You know who should win. Hockey man is a different beast. You don't know. Like there's nights where it's like, oh yeah. I remember the first games of the season. It was a back-to-back series with Philadelphia. And I think we won the first one. No, we lost. We lost our first two games. I think we lost six to three and five to two. And then we've beat the shit out of Philly almost every single time since. And it's like, I, I, I get that you like adjust and stuff like that, but it's like, what? Hockey's crazy, man, because it's so fucking not random, but it's just exciting things to go wrong. There's so many many things and no other sports like that. See, like you take into like you take the big top four, right? You got basketball, football, baseball, hockey. Hockey is the one sport where so many things have to be perfect for you to win a game. Basketball, you're going to score over 80 points. You you know that, right? And yep. And football set plays like there's set plays, right? Like you, yeah. you have a certain type of offense you're running every single down. Exactly. And then baseball, how's your pitcher doing? You don't, you, yeah, you don't know. Hockey, you could have a team like Ottawa beat Toronto just because everything went right for Ottawa and everything went bad for Toronto. It, it, it and then the next night Toronto could win eight to nothing. Exactly. But again. If they went eight nothing, everything could have went right for Ottawa, and everything went bad for Toronto. But Toronto still won eight nothing exactly. because of their players. It, it's such a random ass game that it is. Well, it's like, man, there's so much that even things that go, yeah, like the everything could go right and go wrong, but for some reason it just worked in Toronto. Like, yeah, what was it two games ago when uh, I don't know if you saw the play, but it's pretty incredible. Crosby gave a stick to. Dumoulin in the defensive zone, hopped up on the rush, went by the bench, grabbed a stick from the trainer, kept on the offensive rush, banged home a rebound for a goal. Like he lost his stick at the beginning of that play and ended up scoring. That doesn't happen in football, right? You don't lose your cleat as like, (laughs) Oh, but he still got a touchdown. Like that doesn't happen. Like you, you most likely break all your toes. Yeah. And you're out for the game. Like, it's just that chance factor almost. It's like, this is, it's electrifying, man. And the teams that are built better or are better than the other teams have a better chance, but that chance is still a chance, right? Like you don't, there's no- that's the thing is like, and also like 82 games, Colorado's right now. Number one in the league, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to fucking just simmer down. Not a big deal. Oh, I can't say that. Oh, uh. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. Okay. It isn't. Okay. Man, did you just hear the news actually? The city of the city of Denver and the state of Colorado just got sucked into the earth. 
I just got the score notification. Yeah, why don't you go fuck yourself, buddy? No, man, I just got the notification. I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Colorado's number one in the league, and you know they have only lost nine games. That's still nine games. If you're the best team in the league in football, there's a chance you go 16 and 0. But in hockey, like because of the more game factor, you the win loss ratio is so much different than every other sport. You're going to lose games. That's everyone knows that. You you're not going to go 82 and 0. There's there's no chance in hell that you go 82 and 0. Like No, no, no. It's not but even a question. Even basketball, like there's been a 16 and 0 season Patriots lost in the Super Bowl. Like there's been 15 and 1, 14 and 2 where it's just like, "Oh my god, they're they're a unit, a powerhouse because you don't play as many games." Even in basketball, what the Warriors have the record 73 and 9. So the Warriors in an 82 game season lost how many games the Avs lost now. Like that's, but the Avs are the best team in the league. It's just like it, it in every other sport, hockey, there's almost the most like, there's not the most parody because like the NFL is parody king, but like yeah. the NHL is like, it's close, man. Like you, so the year St. Louis won the cup, they were last in the league come January 1st. Uh, what about Buffalo's 10 game winning streak at the beginning of the year? And the, I think it was 2018, 2019 yeah. or 2017. Yeah, that's, that was their, that was their Stanley cup. Yeah, man, like you win 10 games in a row, you you're you're hot and then you don't make playoffs. <laughs> That's so funny you brought up the you know when they won 10 games in a row because they fucking have missed the playoffs now 10 straight years. So, and they they tied the record for most consecutive most games. consecutive playoffs. Oh yeah, they yeah, that too. They tied multiple losing streak records. I forgot which one we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it's just hockey does not get enough love. From from anybody, and you know what? Yeah, it is hockey's fault. I will say that. Like they, their marketing is not up to I think, par. Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't. Hockey was for like the hockey people, right? They didn't. They That's didn't, usually what things are for. I know, but like you know what I'm saying. I'm like if you, did, you. if you didn't grow up with hockey, you're probably <laughs> exactly. not. Yeah. Gonna, but like football, they like expand, they didn't expand their audience at all. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think you could say one of the best sports, one of the worst leagues. Yeah. So but it's so exciting though, because like your bottom feeder in the in the playoffs, yep, could win the Stanley Cup. They have a just as good of odds to win the Stanley Cup as the top guy. Well, the Kings Kings won it from the eight seed, weren't they? The first eight seed to win it. They were, uh, yeah, they were the first first ones to win it. I know it took they, that long. They won it in six. Exactly, well, like they won in, in the finals. They played the best team of their conference, who made it. And they won in six, and they were the lowest ranked playoff seed team in their conference. Like yeah. that's there's so much chance in hockey it's incredible like there's no definite answer of who's the best team in the league because yeah you might have the best record congratulations but if you don't make it out of that first round tampa you you're not going anywhere oh that one was tough they were up three nothing that game and then they got swept three nothing leads are nothing now like they're that's the craziest thing is like and like to some extent in every sport, yeah, like a big like football, you have a twenty-one point lead, like you have a three touchdown lead. If when you're playing the Chiefs or the Bucks or teams like that that can just score, it doesn't really mean a lot. But usually you're up twenty-one nothing. You're pretty you're feeling pretty good. In hockey, you're up three nothing, and there's a there you're up three nothing and there's two minutes on the clock. You're like, okay, we still have a chance. Yeah. Honestly, man, like wild. The, the leads that are being cut down, even in the final minutes, like what happened in uh, when Buffalo was playing Philly that one time, they were up 2 nothing with the one minute remaining, and they lost in overtime. I mean, 
It is Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> you know. True. No, no, but what you're saying is 100% right. I think I think hockey doesn't get enough love, and I think if more well, people, course, it, for sure. But the, yeah, it's the things like they just need to market it better. Like you have, there's the reason hockey doesn't get talked about on any major sports, like outside of TSN or, or Canadian or anything channels and stuff, is because it doesn't bring in. No one cares, and that sucks. But it's like it. <sighs> It's always like, man, it's like when you refuse to watch a movie because of one certain thing, you're like, oh, I, I heard this sucks in it or something like that. And you're like, okay, give it a chance though. I'm begging you. And no one does. And then once you watch it, you finally get into it. You're like, man, this sport's so exciting. Yeah. It's so, one of the most exciting sports to watch. So when they signed that new TV deal with ESPN, like I had mixed oh. emotions about it. Like ESPN, they make everything that they have better, right? Like they, they promote yep. the shit out of it. So yep. I'm happy about that. Um, what I'm not happy about is that ESPN, ESPN has been throwing shit at the NHL for like the past like five fucking years. Yeah. So it's tough, man, because ESPN such a, they're such an old mentality company. They're like, you know, things must be done the old school way. And there's, there's, it, it, they're almost like the MLB of, of sports broadcasting where it's like, they're so stuck in the past of like, there's, 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 they're so afraid of change and to, embrace the new thing that like they've been surpassed by like fox sports you know yeah by tsn like all these places like oh well but i hope man i hope they get exposure i hope it draws in more fans (sighs) honestly in my here's my opinion man and this is i would say gospel gospel this is the way it is out of the big four it, here's how it goes. NFL is always going to be king. I hate yeah. it. I don't. Well, I, actually, I don't because I love it. That's just how it's going to be. Yep. Sorry. NFL. Then it should be NHL, NBA, MLB. Uh, my list is a little bit different. Okay. So I NFL, yep. NHL, yep. MLB, NBA, and here. Fair. So I've expressed my feelings about the NBA. True. I get they market their players. I love that. Great. Yep. The selfishness of that fucking league is tough. absolutely incredible. I I hate it. I hate it so much. Like you no, know, LeBron James thinks he's the he is the king. Like yeah, best player in the league. Show some goddamn respect to your to your team that you're playing for and for the team that you're playing with. Bro, he does. It's like it's tough, man. I'm almost almost always like a lot of times I'm on the side of the athlete. Like get your money, get paid. Get your bag. Oh, yeah. Whatever whatever a team's willing to pay you, guess what? That's how much you're worth. Mm-hmm. If someone's willing to walk in and say, hey, you're worth this much, fuck yeah, now you are. Like, we talked about it before when we were we recorded a lost episode. I'm sure we'll get back to the topic. We talked about the Jeff Skinner's contract in the NHL. Notoriously horrible in hindsight. Well, so far. Hey, guess what? If Buffalo's willing to pay you that, good job, Jeff. You're yeah. a, you're a richer man than when you yeah, were. Fleeced them. Yeah, you fleeced them. You got him. He said, "Hey, man, I actually decided to fucking suck, but they don't know that yet. So I'm gonna sign this contract, and then I'll start to fucking suck. Actually, no, I'll start to light it up quickly, and they'll be like, "Yep, it was worth it." And then I'll slowly start to suck. But yeah, I for me, like, I just I get more enjoyment out of watching basketball than baseball. I've never been a big baseball guy. The season's too long, way too long for me. Yeah, that, that's the thing for me. I'm a ba- baseball. Ba- I am a baseball guy. Good lord! I'm and ba- we're, that's how you know we're back. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know we're back. I'm a baseball guy. I love baseball. Yeah, I, but 
it's almost with baseball too. It's kind of losing its touch because if you don't hit a home run, you're not scoring points almost. So yep. that's where it's kind of losing me a little bit, but I absolutely just hate, I, I love basketball. I, I'll watch it. I think it's a cool sport. Like I wish I could yeah. throw a ball yep. into a net. Like, I don't know how I can't, but yeah. I just don't not, I do not like the league. Totally fair. But we can agree that NHL should be behind the NFL. Oh, because like, you know, aside from, I don't know, it's tough. Like NBA stars are the most recognizable in the world because they don't wear, they don't have a helmet or anything. You see their face when they're playing. You see the emotion. You see everything when they're playing football. It's, it's such an impressive brand, the NFL, because they're wearing a cage. But they make by and by far more money than any of the other leagues. And oh, yeah. like that's wild that it's so much about the team. It's the ultimate team sport. 53 guys on your roster. Like you got to make it work. Hockey, man, is almost a blend of both. Yeah, you're wearing a helmet. Guess what? The visor's clear. Or you don't wear one. Exactly. You don't wear you don't wear eye tape. Okay. You don't wear eye black like baseball or, or football or anything like that. You don't have the side of it like a baseball helmet sometimes. And it still combines a team sport. Like it's such a good sport. It's just such a bad league. And they and they hone the aggression. They have fighting in the league. Like that should bring in so many more fads than it than it oh, does. Oh yeah. Like, well, it's like you get you you start to fight in the NFL, you're both getting suspended, fined, ejected. You start a fight in the MLB, same thing, you're getting kicked out. You start fighting the NBA, well, you'll go nose to nose, no one ever throws a punch. Yeah. And if you did, then all of a sudden there's fans on the court. It could get ugly. Hockey, there's a plexiglass. There are boards around you. And if two two guys are having a fucking problem with each other, even if they're not, it's just like, yep, let's settle it the way that we as humans were born to settle it. Bare knuckle fucking fighting. Like, who would have thought... Like bare knuckle fighting isn't even allowed in fighting sports, but it's allowed in... In a sport that I mean, I think I think that's kind of the reason why some people want fighting out. But yes, I like it, it's not like they're beating him and to the point where it's like, okay, this guy's on the ground unconscious and they're bare knuckle beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. It's just like every now and then from the break of the sport when there's two chippy teams, yeah, you're gonna see some fists. And who let's be honest here, all the people that say we want fighting out of hockey and stuff, if people were dying left and right on the ice because of these shots it would be different. And uh, there's been some terrible things that have happened hundred percent, no doubt, but who, who doesn't love to see a good spirited bout. And most of the injuries that come from fighting aren't head injuries. 5% of the concussions in the NHL are from fighting 5%. Yeah. So that means there's 95% chance of getting a concussion. The, the leading some other way. Yeah. So the leading uh, way to get a concussion in the NHL isn't even getting hit into the boards. It's actually open ice face-to-face hitting because of your net whiplash in your neck. The whiplash effect. So the the worst injury that, that the most common injury that comes from fighting is separated shoulders. Yeah. And that is a bitch. Let me tell you, yeah. but like the, the, yeah. And it's, I don't know. I don't think we don't want to open that can of worms yet. No, no. Fighting no. allowed to hockey, but fighting hockey is just one of the most electric things. Watching a hockey game live is one of like the most, energetic and electrifying experiences you can have. I think out of everything I've done in my life, I haven't done a lot, obviously, but being live at a hockey game is fucking incredible. And it doesn't matter if there's 30 fans or 13,000. 
Yeah, like you go to a hockey game, your local senior team or a local midget team or a local bantam team. There's going to be people who love it. Yeah, there is. But it's just it's just hockey. Yeah, it's just hockey, man. Like you, you're gonna see a hit. You're gonna see a big hit. You're gonna see scrums. Like you're gonna, it, it's all gonna be there. Like, there's, oh yeah, you're gonna see that little shit disturber running around the ice, slash people in the back of legs. You're gonna fucking swear at him. But hey, yep, that's the sport, and we fell in love with it because it's an incredible sport. It's just like the lead. I'd love to see Roger Goodell, commissioner of the NFL. I'd love to see him run the NHL for for give it three years. The guy we got in now. Do we get into uh, that? No, but he might not be the best. The fucking the NHL, can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, the NHL really fucked up not sending their players to every Olympics since the NHL. That's such a huge thing, too, man. What are you doing? The, it, 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 oh, we can't. Also, I like how we waited till almost the end just to start bringing up the hard hitting topics. Yeah, like. It's it's so like you, you want to broaden your your view viewership. So when you have the Olympics where you go to different countries and show off your best players from each and every country, and you and as a corporation you don't send your fucking players over there because of you scheduling don't issues. Send them scheduling what are issues. You doing well. Also, it just completely like it completely discredits the Olympics. In my eyes, it, you know, it's like oh, this country won the gold. Well, yeah, but you can't say you're the our best, the best players in the world didn't play. So how the hell can you say that this country won? Just because a player went and played the KHL for one fucking year from the NHL just to play in the Olympics. Well, imagine like, imagine it's like, okay, wrestling in the Olympics. And it's like, we have, here's our best wrestler in Canada. He's fucking incredible. Best wrestler in the nation. We can't, we're not going to send him though. But if, if, if our, you know, 17th best guy, 17th ranked if he does good well then that's good <laughs> no we're not being represented by the best exactly it makes absolutely zero sense of how what, the nhl did not want to send their players to go market their goddamn game yeah and the then world. it just it would just you'd see an international audience an international audience would see you exactly we're back we're back it's good to be back it fucking it. feels good to be back i miss this I missed this. I miss being an idiot. Yep. And letting other people hear us. Hear our letting other people hear our thoughts. We've been idiots our Probably whole lives. Yep. Probably not a good thing. But now other people can hear us being an idiot. And we're fucking back, man. You know, I, I wish we could have recorded this in grade seven. Oh, fuck. I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> but yeah, if we were in year eight of the SRB podcast and we were doing it from behind bars, yeah, it would have been incredible. <laughs> Like, like these guys are—they didn't do anything wrong. They're just too stupid to have in public. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're doing it behind a screen. Exactly, undisclosed location. Yeah, undisclosed location. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, X? You know, I'm—I think I got everything off my chest for right now. And me too. I'm sure this week there will be some more random bullshit, and we will be back next week to cover it. We are back. We are so—we're not at. Okay, wait. You're welcome for being off for so long. We're so sorry we're back. Yeah. But unfortunately, we are. But then again, you're welcome that we're back. You're also welcome that we're back. We're sorry, but you're also welcome. It kind of is just a double-edged sword there. But uh, as always, DM us, send us messages, tweet at us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, srbpod and on Twitter uh, at pod underscore SRB. Uh, you can follow me uh, at the Don MC on Twitter. You can follow him at Hixie Avalanche on Twitter. Send us messages, send us requests, send us questions, send us anything. Do whatever you want. 
love Anything to hear else? from you. Yeah, we, you know, we'd love to hear from you. That's 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 our thoughts. But uh, back um, again. Okay, you know what? Actually, <laughs> don't follow him. <laughs> I've been one of your hosts. Hicks has been the other one of your hosts, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, boys. And girls, you fucking piece God of shit. When are you going to ever learn that? I don't know. Get some right. fucking respect. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. There we go. Peace All out. All right. Bye, guys.